0: Uh, To be honest, Jeff, we just weren't expecting you back this.
1: (laughs) Why not? Why not? I need to
0: literally change all the stories because um, it was just for me and Tom this week. So if you give me just another two minutes, I will reassign the stories. I love the commitment. I love the faith you have in me. Well, and, and pretty also, much what we think of you as well, to be honest.
2: And, and also, Jav, if you could just address the complaint that was delivered to us last week as well. What well, I've be,
3: been gone for be two weeks, and you yeah. start getting complaints. What is the matter with yeah. you, for people? See, it just goes to show I'm the moral compass of the show. I I'm around, and I make sure things stay on track, and you know you don't offend <laughs> people needlessly.
2: Uh, well, I also don't know what it says about our listeners because we also got a twelve uh, percent increase.
3: Twelve percent is probably regulators and like you know watchdog bodies signing in to see
2: like what what crap you've been talking about in my absence. Hey, a listener's a listener.
1: You're listening to the Host Unknown
2: podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, from wherever you are joining us, and welcome to the Host Unknown podcast. We don't care where you're listening from or who you might be, although Jav does, apparently. So, uh, yes, uh, ignore what Jav says. Obviously, he's very insulting. Uh, Jav, how are you?
3: Good. And, and I'd just like to say that um, uh, anything self-incriminatory uh, said on this podcast back is pedal, just... Back pedal. It just said in jest. So uh, lawyers, please stand down. Nothing to see. Or what is it? I, I do not consent to the federal uh, agents listening to this podcast. So please uh, switch off now.
2: <laughs> I I consent to them. We need everyone we can get.
3: <laughs> oh, dear. No, I'm good. I'm glad to be back. It was a lovely two week break that I had. Yeah. In uh, foreign lands and I was completely off social media. So, um, it was actually not until the flight back where we were told we're going to take an extra three hours to reach London because we're
2: avoiding Ukraine that I
3: was like, what's going <laughs> on there? I was like oh, so my. detached.
2: <laughs> don't mention the Ukraine or Russia or anything. That's yep. where the complaint came from. Uh, so, yeah, if, if, if you do happen to be listening this week, Mr. Complainer, um, I don't think we were taking the side of Mr. Putin. And I think what Andy said about, you know, Russia Today, that was a joke. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah. All I'm saying,
0: we're not taking sides. It's too early to say who's in the right, who's in the wrong.
2: (laughs) 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 All right. Right, Mr. Okay, Complainer. Edit that. Edit that. Just start drafting that. it now. Just start drafting <laughs> it. Now. Andy, how are you? How many bears have you poked this week?
0: <laughs> I'm good, thank you. I can't complain. It's been a, uh, a busy week. It, it's um... yeah, obviously this this whole conflict is causing all kinds of chaos. I think you know anyone that works in the financial sector has been receiving updates from regulators asking that they uh, ensure they have their shields up and you know very specific. Is that, is that GRC
2: shields up. Yes, good old uh, what's his name uh, Gibson. Gibson Research. Gibson. Yes. Yeah, Steve
0: Gibson <laughs> is back. Like all this time, <laughs> they, they called him out of retirement,
2: and he'd be like, "Boys, they switch. called him a madman at the time." But yeah,
0: <laughs> boys, switch on the uh, switch on the old web server. It's time <laughs> to put it back online. Yeah, so, yeah. They're asking all the government agencies, asking us to go to this website and press, uh, you know, "Scan me now." And uh, if anything's <laughs> showing, then to address that, uh...
2: these these are financial industry, um, you know, uh, government websites, not Russian ones. Yeah.
0: Well, so it is grc.ru, right? That's the that's, that's the that's, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah that's, and the that... uh, J- Java and ActiveX stuff you need to install. That's all. That's all Apps, standard. Stuff. And yeah, Silverlight. Yeah. It's still... <laughs> it's a silver uh, line teams as well teams viewer uh, that's teams uh, yeah. viewer that's
2: <laughs> right it's the new name for microsoft teams yes
0: <laughs> but no i've done all of that and we're good apparently we've got yeah. a nice green shield the, <laughs> actually it's a red shield have <laughs> got a big uh, sort of shape of a you know hammer and sickle type thing
2: but you know it's <laughs> and you really? have very patriotic music playing in the backgrounds
0: yeah, it reminds me of that Tetris theme tune. You know, I've had that in my head always. Um
2: but anyway, how's your week been? Uh good. I I saw Jav this week. He is alive. He actually is back in the country.
0: Uh so this is the uh the, the message you sent. When was the last time I saw you, Jav? That was that was yeah. your message. It wasn't like when was the last time you saw me? You put it on me. When was it last
2: time? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, then, and then when you sent the photo of you, me, and uh, pretend Jav, oh, it was like, oh, wait, yeah, that, I'd forgotten about that. That wasn't Jav. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Know. That was the week when the announcement came out. Uh, in today's performance, the role of Javad will be played by. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. But that that was really good. So so Tom and I were at the Cloud and Security Expo, Data Center, Expo, yeah. whatever it was called. I don't know. There was basically like three or four conferences all in one. But uh, it was the first live event I'd been to in like two years. It was uh, quite uh, quite I- exhausting.
2: And his speaking uh, um, session showed it. Oh no! <laughs>
3: let's not even go there. Okay, Let, let's just not like, move swiftly on because uh, not my uh, so. Prompt. So
2: how how big was the how long was the slot you had?
0: Ah, uh, it could have couldn't have been more than seven and a half minutes that
2: he allocated <laughs> me. <laughs> That's right. Damn, Jeff, you yeah. you've
0: fallen from the. Uh, yeah, I remember you used to headline events. It's uh, how the mighty have fallen. I guess you lost a lot of ground during the pandemic, right? When the those who are more eager, hungrier than you, have been out there making a name for themselves and getting COVID, getting, making a name for themselves.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then, uh, and then suddenly not being in gainful employment again. It, it, it.
3: <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. It's all good. It was a good event. It was lovely to was. see some people in 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 real life. And it was the first time I think Tom I've seen you in. What two years, nearly
2: two years, something like that. What was funny? I I arrived. Um, not only was Jav's stand opposite my former employer's stand, which was which was <laughs> awkward, interesting. awkward. Did you sort yes. of
0: go around the corner and text Jav and say, "Hey, Jav, like I, I'm around the back of the stand."
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. But but yeah, we got there and, and Jav said, "Yeah, it's it's been been quite busy, more, but it's nobody here. It's nobody we know here. Just not seeing anybody." <laughs> And it's should we grab a coffee? Yeah. Took us half an hour to get to the coffee shop because we kept yeah. on bumping into people <laughs> constantly, literally. And then turn around and there's another one. And turn, and then another one. we literally bumped into like six to seven people in the space of, I don't know, 20 metres.
0: Hallway con. It's always yeah. the busiest part yeah. of an event.
2: Always. Right? Always, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we held court at the end of the day in the Costa and were sort of waving at people as they went past. <laughs> Best way to do it. Best way yeah. to
3: do it. It's like, Mummy, those two old men are waving at me. Come come along, dear. Don't
0: worry. Ignore them. (laughs) (laughs) They think they know you.
2: (sighs) (laughs) Oh, dear. So, shall we talk about actually something slightly more relevant? And let's see what we get coming up for you today. So, this week in Infosec talks about zombies of the past. Rant of the Week is a story about a problem as old as old man internet. Uh, And no, it's not about porn. Billy Big Balls is an unverified story of an Uno reverse manoeuvre. How the turns have tabled. Industry News brings the latest and greatest security news stories from around the world. And Tweets of the Week identifies that type of person. Okay, let's go on to our favourite jingle of the show. The jingle that we like to call... This week in infosec
0: it is that part of the show where we're going to take a drive by infosec memory lane with content liberated from the today in infosec twitter account and further afield and this week is more of the further afield side of that equation because yet again Again, Steve has not updated the Today in Infosec Twitter account,
2: <laughs> and uh, we we have the. Um... Does Steve need sponsorship? Should we sponsor this week in Infosec for Steve? Uh,
0: we should. I mean, I'm not. All he has to do is just literally repeat stuff he's posted in previous years, right? Exactly. <laughs> it's not
2: like <laughs> you know, he even th- has to find th- new This
0: stuff. is when like
3: Steve's now going to stop feeding fake stories in like the open source developer and (laughs) say because I don't get paid for this this is what you get.
0: (laughs) Good show. Anyway our first story takes us back 25 years ago to the 7th of March 1997 when uh, during a hearing on Microsoft's alleged antitrust activities Bill Gates admits that Microsoft contracts bar internet content providers from promoting Netscape's browser. Uh, so at this time in 1997, Internet Explorer went on to dominate the web browser market um, purely because it was shipped for free with every copy of Windows. Uh, and as we covered a couple of weeks ago, Microsoft Refund Day came <laughs> sort of, uh, around 15 months after this antitrust case Um all down because, you know, the fact they actually admitted that, you know, they are just dominating the market, uh, mm. which is language you cannot use these days when you're uh, trying yeah. to provide a service. But uh, I, What
2: okay, I thought yeah. what was interesting about this was at the time, and I, to a certain extent now, I kind of didn't see what the problem was. You know, this is just, you know, bundling extra services and all that sort of thing. The challenge for me came when, because they were so dominating in the market, they just didn't bother with Internet Explorer. it just wasn't a very good browser and it was and it actually introduced a lot of inherent insecurities into into um you know in, into public life as people were using it instead of better more secure browsers and so as a result, it lowered the level of security across the board and that I think was the real problem, not the fact that they 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 happened to have an operating system that came with a browser bundled.
0: But did it lower the security across the board? I mean, it what was other browser... dreadful. It was. But dreadful. were
2: other browsers
0: better out of the box?
3: That's. Fire... The I don't think
0: security was the selling point for no,
3: browsers no. back then. No, I don't think so. I think. No, I think but Tom's fire... you know, th- th-
2: but Firefox <laughs> up, up the wrong tr- <laughs> Um But Firefox was a much better browser.
0: Yeah, oh, Firefox in... wasn't around in '97, though, was it? No. We're talking. We needed something that could uh, display the blink tag. You know, you <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it was... Come on, this was uh, the when front page was out there for anyone to create a website and uh you know is quite and, handy
2: it has to be said
0: and loading WAV files in mm. the uh, in the background so a page took 15 minutes to load <laughs> so you
3: it
2: I
0: was more of a hot metal fan myself but you know uh, okay do you know
2: i yeah. do you know i've got a, a was it a zip drive the imaga yep, zip drive the with, with yep. my first uh, um, porn collection yes and also <laughs> <laughs> my first website on there somewhere <laughs> <laughs> yeah, written in no, front I... page. Actually, I'm gonna have oh, to. I, do you know after this, I'm gonna go to the way the the, the Wayback Machine and have to see if I can find my my website. You'll find again. the GeoCities link that it I don't think Area even the Wayback
3: Machine goes yeah. that far. <laughs>
2: so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it goes
0: back and then it's got pre. When Tom were a lad.
2: And yeah. Then, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not saying I'm old, but my website was a microfish. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, uh, Tim Berners Lee was your only—it uh, was the only person that visited your website. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right, our second story will take us back a mere thirteen years to the third of March, two thousand and nine, when uh, cybersecurity industry talking head and more than adequate replacement co-host of this show posted and brought to our attention a story which opened with, "You may be wondering why I've turned myself into a zombie." Uh, well, it was in honor of National Zombie Awareness Week in Australia, which was highlighting the problem of compromised computers, uh, also known as bots or zombies. Uh, and then he goes on to, as he always does, explain what a zombie computer was and why it's bad. Um, and there was a link to something called National Zombie Awareness Week, which I thought was you know, a good campaign. But when you click on the link, it's now a dead link. Uh, these days, unfortunately. Uh, So National Zombie Awareness Week uh, is for sale, and the domain is available for $2,095. Wow. Which is a shame, because I would have loved to have known what they were talking about back then. Uh, If you consider what type of security awareness training is out there, what type of things we educate people about, that there was an entire domain dedicated to uh, Zombie Awareness Week (laughs) um, (laughs) back in 2009.
2: You know, it's funny when you... You you were talking about you know occasional co-host uh, Graham Cluley did 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 he uh, in in his article did he did he then go on and explain it in plain English and with a with a a really clever sense of humour and actually make the the subject really interesting because I never liked him for that.
0: Uh, yes. And obviously he always uh, you know, chucks in whichever antivirus vendors paying for him at the time as well.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> He's a proper mercenary.
2: See see, we wouldn't sell out like that, would we?
0: No.
3: Never. No. Never.
2: No, absolutely not. We would never sell out because, you know, selling out like that would you know it's it's like not having semantic antivirus installed on your machine. It's just something you would never <laughs> it's like consider not doing. not having
0: industry leading-edge uh, next-gen endpoint protection with SDR yeah. capabilities.
2: From CrowdStrike, yeah. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Andy. That was this week's... This week in InfoServe.
1: We are officially the most entertaining content amongst our peers.
2: Yes, we are. Okay. I think it's time now for this week's... Listen
1: up! Rant of the week. It's time
2: of mother f-
1: rage!
2: rage. Uh, yes, it is. And it's down to me as usual, as you can tell. Uh so this week's rant of the week is an article where company SpyCloud highlights poor password hygiene of consumers and the threat to the enterprise so as we well know passwords have been a a, a, a long been a weakness in uh, in what well, all of security online basically uh, it's the one thing that seems to have stood the test of time, even despite the fact it should have been they should have been killed with fire a, uh, a long, long time ago. Uh, but really, that again, the, the the findings here are, are, are quite interesting. It says uh, researchers found that despite the growing sophistication of bad actors and headlines surrounding cyber attacks many users, unsurprisingly, continue to use poor hygiene when it comes to passwords, including the same or similar. Two-thirds of passwords that have been breached in previous years are still in use. So, uh, you know, that password 123, that QWERTY, that uh, uh, whatever you like to call it, name of your dog, plus the uh, uh, the date that you had your first kiss. Uh, I think it was, uh, or oh, was it Gypsy 83? nine i think it was anyway um, so you kissed your dog in <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> but the rant here is not aimed at the end user for me this is not aimed at people using you know bad passwords uh and repeating passwords and all that sort of thing the this rant is twofold surely Either we do away with passwords entirely and come up with something a whole lot better. And there's various different um, uh, organisations out there and uh, that are pushing this. So I even saw one a few years ago that um, used the, uh, the rhythm of your heart. And No, that's not a song. It's actually the rhythm of your heart. Um, to, to unlock your devices. And it, it wasn't just the, the beat. It was the underlying, um, e- electrical signals and all, all that sort of thing, which I thought was quite fascinating. Um, People might have trouble logging into their Pornhub accounts, of course, but uh, during that point. But, so um, if,
0: I, if I run downstairs to grab a drink between video calls and then come running back upstairs <laughs> and my heart is going, Jesus, son, you're running too fast. That's, that's not the type of exercise you're used to. Yeah. How long do I have to wait before I can log on to my machine?
2: Well, that's the clever part. Is because it's not about your heart rate. It's about the underlying electrical signals from your heart, which are right, like, apparently okay. are like a fingerprint. Obviously, okay. of course, you 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 know you'd have had to carry the you know the ECG machine down with you, um, yeah. and around. But but in print, the, the principle is sound. But the the rant here is the fact is, is twofold. One, companies who are insisting on using passwords are one not checking that what's been put in is a bad password. Two are not allowing things like, in many cases, cut and paste of passwords from from password managers, um, you know, and and things like that, and 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 or even encouraging poor passwords because they're the maximum number at length of a password you can put in is eight characters and you can't use any special characters and things like that. So, so it is utterly unsurprising to me that this is a continued problem when lazy and poor programming and lax attitudes to uh, the 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 embedding of a password system into any kind of website that you visit is done so poorly it's done really absolutely poorly Um, you know friends of the show Troy Hunt he's got his you know have I been pwned and his password checker and and, you know one of the ways that he pays for that uh, service is that he gets money in by Allowing uh, companies to connect to the, his database of passwords, um, and if somebody tries to use a, a a password, they might, you know, in in all um, uh, with with genuine unawareness, be typing in a password that someone somewhere has had breached and is in a rainbow table somewhere. Well, it will actually check against that and stop them from doing it in the first place. So, yeah, really, really frustrating, uh, I find this. Um, Microsoft have just recently, I think were the first ones, who said that uh, passwords should be dropped and that using biometric and eye scans and all that sort of stuff. And they're actually making big moves to this. And in fact, if you, if you were to buy a Microsoft device today after you've initially created your accounts and all that sort of thing it will use the the, i think the hello camera to log you in every single time even after a fresh reboot dare i say even apple devices don't that you always have to initially after a restart type in your full password before you can use the fingerprint reader um so it's yeah really frustrating I, i used to I used to laugh at all the old men in, in Infosec who used to complain about, you know, passwords should be dead a long time ago. And now, unsurprisingly, I have become said old man. Uh, yes, well, you I, are. I think,
0: to be fair, you became the old man before the password issue. But yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that, that aside. Uh, so I, I agree with everything you say, um, like in terms of what is good, what isn't good, bad practice. However, so I am someone who will... Especially if it's a website I do not trust, I will use a crap password like password one um, because they're not checking it. So Channel Four, you know ITV, any of these sort of TV stations that need me to uh, register to watch something free online, uh, why would I go through the effort of putting in a you know a complex password because I don't trust their security? Um, so I think that's going to be leaked anyway, right? So unique password for every site. Okay, right, I get that. Um, However, we tell people passwords are not the solution, right? You know, use a key pass manager, copy and paste. However, to access your key pass manager, you have to put a password. You have in. to put in a password. Yep, so yep, 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 we're yep. saying, right, passwords are insecure. You know, you need to do this. You need to buy our product. Oh, yeah, it's secured with a password.
2: Yeah. Right. So, totally agree. Yeah. Totally agree. Totally. Yeah, hardware keys, having, you know, like a YubiKey or something like that, oh, having yeah. that in your pocket would be a. That, that
0: was the future about ten years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, I yeah, got was. like
2: seven of them. They were <laughs>
0: given away at B sides London that year,
3: yeah. isn't it? Where we met. Well,
2: I bought the new ones. You know, the mini USB ones and the the nano uh, USB C ones, and they're really good because you know, as a second factor of authentication. But they haven't replaced, you know, anything, and they're not as widely adopted as they should be. No, no.
3: no. But it's like you know, passwords are like the politics and religion of cybersecurity. Yeah, you you're just always don't mention gonna... it. Yeah, it's better off because whatever you say, you're going to be wrong. And, and well, Tom, you're always wrong in, 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 in many cases anyway. Well, in your but eyes, yeah. Actually, Azure, Azure, I think Microsoft with Azure, they um, they started doing the, the checking your passwords against uh, breached, uh, known breached passwords or something and stopped you from using that or asking you to change it when it was in a breach. But I, th- I think with the passwordless push, the, the thing is that it's, uh, it's easy for someone like Microsoft to implement something like that. For a lot of companies, just the cost of doing it at the moment and the complexity is high. And then also the, the big problem with all of these alternative methods is, uh, kind of like to your point, is what happens when you forget or lose your token or your device isn't there? How do you That's then it. authenticate? It's gone. It's gone. It's either gone, or well, the backup well, process is you use a password or you send it
2: a... But there's loads of different ways of authenticating. you know people's emailing magic links and all that sort of stuff. There's different ways. And also yeah. you say the cost of implementing you know good password hygiene or whatever is, is prohibitive. it's not it, it is not prohibitive. What they should do is fire their shitty uh, fucking developers and put ones in that actually know what they're doing.
0: Well, you say the Said cost by is by someone not who's never paid for it. <laughs> well, I was yeah. going to say, why are people still doing it? Like, you know, it's... How doing do what? we know? Like, the fact that we already know all these passwords, right? So we can say, oh, this site was breached. This has listed their passwords. Like, we should not be able to decrypt those passwords.
2: No, exactly. It's by, by bad developers. Bad developer. In your box. In your box. Get back. But but the thing is, and we we you know this is we can see this challenge as you know insiders. The the, the average person on the street, you know, the the average man on the Clapham omnibus, has got no idea about any of this. They're just a, oh, this is a secure password because I have put a star and an exclamation mark, and I've got a capital letter at the beginning. You know, that's that's not in the slightest. Oh, I've replaced all the uh, all the numbers with letters that, you know, that's already been worked out already. The fact is that the systems and the people who are building these environments are not changing their behaviours at all, not changing the way that they are coding these systems. And then they're saying, oh, you know, we've had a password breach because you use such a shitty password. It's, It's absurd. There's, the the thing is, that
3: there's, no, there's no incentive for anyone, really. It's like, as, a, as an end user, so many people have received notifications, your password has breached. But, you know, what, what's been the, the direct impact? For most people, none. You know, Or if there is, that it's been in such a way that they haven't been able to tie it back to
2: X. Yeah, well, it's low risk but high impact. When it does happen... It really screws up your life because it's used, you know, across a variety of different accounts and used for, you know, some uh, privilege escalation. And before you know it, you know, you've you, you you've been Tinder swindlers and you, you're in for two hundred and fifty, you know, thousand pounds. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I made, don't I disagree with. The, I don't disagree
3: with the sentiment. I just think you're taking a very simplistic view to life, and <laughs> it's know, a rant. This is why you're an ex It's a
2: rant. We don't do this this show for logic. We did this. We did this show because we had nothing to do during a pandemic, and now we're struggling to do this show. So you think logic hey, applies?
0: We started this show long before the pandemic.
3: Yes, we did many years before the <laughs> pandemic. 2015, Thomas. <laughs> It's actually during the pandemic that, Tom, you finally got your finger out. <laughs>
2: you mean I finally managed to work To out publish the, it. The, the technology yeah. <laughs> caught up such that we could do it in, in almost real time. Yes. <laughs> anyway, anyway, buggy wall. That was this week's...
1: Rant of the Week. The Host Unknown Podcast. Orally delivering the warm and fuzzy feeling you get when you pee yourself.
2: Ah. Right, Jav, let's see you do better with this week's... <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: you know, I, I just... I, the thing that I miss the most about being on this podcast for the last two weeks <laughs> is just being able to disagree with Tom just for the sake of disagreeing <laughs> like Tom breathes well actually I don't think breathing is that essential Tom
2: <laughs> do you know what? I you know it doesn't feel like a proper week if I have week, if you haven't just just bluntly disagreed with whatever I've said it's I, I've missed you Jav what can I say I've missed you. Uh, water's well
0: I'm yeah. not in agreement with that in your you think it's wet but
2: <clears throat> no water isn't wet. It isn't. It isn't. Water's it meant... not wet. When you put an object into water and take it out that is that object is then wet. Oh man. <laughs> yeah,
0: we we best move on.
2: This is what happens when you have you know a teenage son who likes logic problems. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Billy
3: big balls move off the week is uh Brought to you from our good friends over in um, Ukraine.
2: Um, um And uh, it's... Hey, for, for balance, we've also got good friends in Russia. We don't want any more complaints. Yes,
3: yes, yes, yes. We Of course we do. Um, hi, Leron. Hope you're well. Anyway. Um, <laughs> he's not in Australia. He's in Australia, actually. But, you know, if is you... Is he really?
2: Is it... Leron's in Australia?
3: He is, yeah. He moved there a few months ago, I thought. Anyway, he didn't tell me. <laughs> I only know because I saw it on on LinkedIn, and he was posing with a kangaroo, as you do when you go down. <laughs> <under>. <laughs>
2: That's no way to talk about his new wife.
0: <laughs> oh dear, a bit hot to oh, it. Oh yeah, anyway. definitely move this hey, one on. Moving on, so <laughs> moving on. If you're
3: a country, and say you might think. In the future, hey, I might invade the other country. What's one thing you probably don't want to do? Uh, Tell them? Uh, there's telling them, and you probably don't want to outsource any components to them or have them in your supply chain because then you're literally shooting yourself in the foot, which is what happened where so Russian company outsourced the main components in EV chargers. To a Ukrainian company, and uh, as a result, um, you know, as it does, whenever you outsource anything to a company, they they often leave in a admin backdoor to help you troubleshoot things when things go wrong and what have you. So there's remote um, support, yeah, yeah, remote support, all that kind of stuff. You know, it's all part of the SLA of you know five nine uptimes. times. So um, there's a massive uh motorway in russia along the m11 in which there's uh, many of these ev chargers there to help charge their uh their russian version of teslas wherever they are but um yeah the, it's just the pronounced U- tesla tesla <laughs> <laughs> the russian uh the ukrainian company they um they decided to brick the devices so that no one could use them to charge their cars and uh, also on the screen, there were some anti-Putin, pro-Ukrainian messages uh, that were scrolling on it. So Can I just make a point of order here? Go on. You're Is away
2: there? for two weeks and then you come back with a, with, a, with a story that you stole from another podcast.
3: I didn't steal anything from nobody. How dare you, good sir?
2: Admittedly, that other podcast series also steals from us.
3: Oh, oh, them. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Well, look, there's only so many stories in a week and there's only so well, many this podcasts is true. in a week.
2: <laughs> this is true. <laughs> anyway, so
3: so what this got me thinking of, actually, a it's, a, it's a Billy Big Balls move on behalf of of Ukraine because, you know, who doesn't want to support the underdog in this scenario? But then it got me thinking, like, how many things do we buy from countries like China or or Specifically, the US, how many things do they buy from China that is electronic in nature? And Mm. what if there was some sort of like, oh, we don't like you anymore. Here's some sanctions on you,
0: China. Uh, What could they do to to, uh, all of those devices? Uh, So pretty pretty much turn most of mainline Northern America to an Amish community.
3: Yeah. um,
2: Overnight. (laughs) Pretty
3: Pretty much what I was thinking. So. Uh, I think it's it's a Billy Big Wong's move, but it's also highlights the irresponsible underbelly of many flaws that we have in the supply chain. So if you if you want to set up a supply chain or a third-party auditing firm, I think now's a really good time and you have the marketing all done for you. So uh, just like how Edward Snowden single-handedly kicked off the whole, you know, insider threat product market space, the user behavior analytics space, Um, I think this story alone can help you really (laughs) inject, uh, you know, many, many rounds of of VC money into your business. So go for it, people.
2: (laughs) Very
1: good. Billy Big Balls of the Week. It doesn't matter if the judges were drinking. (laughs) Host unknown, we're still awarded Europe's most entertaining content status.
2: Now, Andy, if you were to look out of your window right now, presumably you can see the sky, yeah? I can.
0: And do you know what? I I have the ability to tell the time based really? on the placement of the sun.
2: Can you? So so yeah. so so, what time is it?
0: Give me two sets. Let me just stick my head out. It's cloudy day. I can just about make out the position of the sun, which means... It is that time of the show where we head over to our news sources over the InfoSec PA Newswire, who have been very busy bringing us the latest and greatest security news from around
2: the globe. Industry news Ukraine asks for hackers' help. Industry news Russian TV stations hacked. (laughs)
3: Industry news. Monty encrypts Karma Ransom
2: Note in Same Victim Network. Industry News Apple and Google turn off map features to help Ukraine. Industry News NIST seeks cybersecurity
0: framework feedback.
2: Industry News
0: NVIDIA admits hackers stole
3: employee and internal data.
2: Industry News Russia denies satellite hacking and warns of wider war. Industry News. Swiss Bank requests destruction of documents.
0: Industry News. Vulnerability exploit attempts
3: surge
2: tenfold against Ukrainian websites. Industry News. And that was this week's... Industry
1: News.
0: Wow. Huge, if, if true. true. Huge. A lot going a, on over in uh, There's Eastern a Europe. theme across yeah. many of these. <laughs> Do you know what? We actually cut out a lot of stories from this <laughs> week. It was, it was difficult to, uh, to avoid that one.
2: I, 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 the, the one that caught my eye, NIST seeks cybersecurity framework feedback. Make yeah. it smaller. Make it less complicated. <laughs> there you go you can have but NIST free.
0: is only uh, like you know 400 pages though right it's, <laughs> yeah, right. it's quite digestible and uh, easy to read yeah digestible <laughs>
2: by a shredder <laughs>
0: There's a there's a mnemonic new mnemonic uh, around it where you can just remember everything, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the story which caught my eye because I instantly thought, you know that Spider Man meme where there's like two Spider Men pointing at each yeah. other. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, it's the uh, the Conti encrypts Karma ransom note in the same victim network, um, and this is a story about a, an unnamed Canadian healthcare organisation which was struck by both Conti and Karma ransomware. <laughs>
2: And oh my so, God! Yeah.
0: So whilst uh, the the Karma people stole the data, they didn't encrypt it because they said, "Hey, look, you know your your healthcare provider, we're just going to steal the data." Um, Conti had absolutely no issues with that. They're like, "Well, we're here. We're just going to encrypt everything. So give us some money." <laughs> so it's like... <laughs> oh my right, God! And, uh, yeah. Within uh, yeah within the same week, hit by two different groups. Um, so yeah, data's gone out the door with one company and been encrypted by another. <laughs> <laughs> talk about bad week right oh dear
3: oh uh, no i i like this story by um swiss credit suites they request I'm destruction just of looking blocking. at that, that oh, they're that, doing anyone aren't they yeah yeah that that's <laughs> like when someone sends you an email and then they, there's there's a email recall notification
0: and then <laughs>
3: you just like nope not hitting that recall let's just see what they said
0: <laughs> Yeah. But I use that if I want someone to read a message, I will recall it
2: um, <laughs> sort of shortly afterwards yeah.
0: and then just resend it.
2: I used to, um, I used to have this system in place uh, a few years back because, um, and whenever I, and I didn't do this regularly. I think it happened like two or three times, whenever I sent something to entirely the wrong people, like, you know, here's this week, here's this uh this year's sort of salary increases. Oh God, I've sent it to the person whose salary increase. We're discussing that sort of thing. <laughs> I had I had this really good system in place where basically I just call up George, the exchange admin. George, <laughs> fix it. <laughs> Go into and, their uh, mailbox and remove it.
0: And that's exactly why your uh, mail admins know exactly how much you're paid.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been at a company where that happened before. They they um, one of the the guys accidentally sent the whole company's pay rise, right? It was supposed to send it to the CEO, but somehow sent it to the office. And um, so everyone had a copy of it. But this was before, you know, BlackBerry's were widespread. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, so late night call saying, hey, you need to delete all of this information from everyone's mailbox. What?
2: Yeah. what well, well, this, info- this information with yeah. this spreadsheet, Let me just confirm it's the right spreadsheet. I'm going to open it. Look at it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to confirm it's right. I'm going to open it up and read out the first few lines to you. Make sure I'm doing the right one. Yeah. 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 Uh, Proposed salary
0: increases. Dot XLS.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Or um, or even worse, layoffs.
0: (laughs) Oh dear.
2: Uh, I, if, th- there's a lot of stuff here, you know, about of companies, um, either, you know, Russian companies either being hacked or Russia having their stuff turned off. So yeah. Apple and Google here, one we didn't cover. Um, Pornhub have, have stopped their uh, service from being available in Russia. And you know oh, it's serious.
0: But yeah, that's like bombing hospitals, right? You just shouldn't do it. There's rules to war. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know. That's that's
2: gonna go down as a uh, you know a war crime in of itself. <laughs> Man's got to relax. I
3: think the UN is updating their human rights charter as we speak.
2: Yeah, if you're thinking uh, Putin's looking a little bit more stressed than normal, now we know why.
0: Oh dear!
2: <laughs> oh, brilliant. Brilliant. Ah, those were good stories. And that was this week's... Industry
1: News. You're listening to the award-winning Host Unknown Podcast. Uh, officially more entertaining than smashing security.
2: In your face. We are colliding to the back end of the show, so let's go to uh, our second favourite part of the show, the part of the show that we let's call.
1: Sweet of the week.
2: And we always play that one twice.
0: Sweet of the week. You can tell which uh, Tom's favourite jingle is, can't you? (laughs)
2: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so this week. It just reminds me of the sounds I hear as I walk past building sites in my best clothes. (laughs) (laughs) Sweet of the week.
0: Uh, This week's tweet of the week is it's well, it's kind of a two for one. It's the initial tweet and then the uh, a response to it. So the initial tweet comes from Costas uh, and he says, when InfoSec people tell me I'm more active on LinkedIn than Twitter, I just know the type. (laughs) Am I biased? Maybe. But then I open LinkedIn and think, nah. (laughs) And uh, I, I think this is right. And so. You know, there's a certain type of, uh, I guess, the stuff which always comes up in feeds. And I don't know why people like it um, or, you know, like them just to boost visibility for everyone else in the network. But those that are just showing off about their day, you know, like the, the 2 a.m. club and, you know, most yeah. productive oh. work weeks and those type of things. Um, but then there's the other side of LinkedIn, which I liked as well. And this was a reply to that tweet. And it says, sometimes you just feel down in the dumps. You go to LinkedIn, skip home, go straight to messages And read all the love letters from recruiters, and you think, you know what? I'm awesome, (laughs) and they're right because some, you know, you read some of these messages, and you think, you know, I am awesome. Like, you know, this guy gets me. This person wants to place me in this job. They have this opportunity. They think I am perfect for. Yeah. When was the last time I ran a sock? Probably about 15 years ago. (laughs) But They have just the job for me right now. 24 grand cash. <laughs> exactly. Take it or leave it. I Yeah, I came across your profile, thought you would be perfect for this. Um, but yeah, no, it's a good little ego boost, I think, if you go on to, uh, you've you got the two types. You've got your regular feed where you think, God, I just cannot relate to these people at all. Um, and then you go to your message and you're like, you know what, there's so many jobs out there. There are, there are. You know, and, and more Spoiler, than the- there aren't. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh that that's only if you've been picky though, Tom. Come on, let's
2: be honest.
0: If you were, if you were prepared to run a sock for like twenty four K, um you would be placed you would have
2: offers coming out your ears. I, I I'd like to offer my kids joined up meat to eat on a semi regular basis. <laughs>
0: yeah, well,
3: uh... You you know, other than the 2am club, the other thing that really annoys me in the feed is when someone says something really, really blatantly obvious, but they drag it out into a long rant post and then they, it's like, agree, question mark, at the end. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Like,
0: invading Ukraine was wrong. Yeah. You know? (laughs) Exactly.
3: I think every human should have the right to clean oxygen and food and education. I know some people won't, uh, you know, will hate me for this, but what do you
0: think? Agree? (laughs) (laughs) I know this isn't the place to post normally. Yeah. But, you know.
2: But I'm going to do it. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I have an issue with children starving around the world. You know, how many people stand with me?
2: Yeah. (laughs) What? In the queue at McDonald's? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Very good. Thank you, Andy.
1: Tweet of the week.
2: Okay, well, we come to the end of the show. Gentlemen, thank you so much, both.
3: You are welcome. Thank you. Jolly good. Good to be back.
2: It is. It's good to have you back. Despite what we say, Jav, we could definitely do it without you. Okay, I won't. But I won't come next week. Then let's see how.
0: Oh, good. Let's see if our numbers boost again.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. With I, my my money's on an eight percent increase when Jav's away. <laughs> what, what, what's your money on that? Uh, uh,
0: I'm actually going to go higher. I think twelve was before. Word's going to get round that Jav has been off. They'll come back today and say, "Oh, balls, he's back," but then they'll hear oh, us oh. say, "He won't be here next week." And uh, so they were like, all right, yeah, I'll come back next week. Right, yeah. you're, like, you're like Bruce
3: Forsyth, isn't it? Higher than 8%, higher than 8%, no, lower, lower than
2: 8%. <laughs> oh, Jeff, nice to see you, to see you. <laughs> nice. nice. All right, my loves. <laughs> what are the scores on the Doors, Miss Doors? Or whatever it
3: is. lost remember. anyone under the age of 42 and who's not yeah. in the UK, but that's how yeah, we roll on sort of this of, podcast.
0: That was shooting stars as well, not The Price is Right or... <laughs> Wow!
2: Shoot it, shoot! Now, shooting stars was with Vic Reeves.
0: Yeah, Georgie Doors, scores on the doors.
2: Oh yeah, it was, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he probably did it in a Bruce Forsyth accent. Anyway, <laughs> Jeff, thank you so much. Always a pleasure. Good to have you back, and it was lovely to see you mm-hmm. just a couple of days ago as well.
0: You're welcome.
2: And Andy, thank you, sir.
0: Stay secure, my friends.
1: Stay secure. You've been listening to The Host Unknown Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, comment and subscribe. If you hated it, please leave your best insults on our Reddit channel. Worst episode ever. R slash smashing security.
3: Yeah, no, really, I might not be able to make it next week. guys.
0: (laughs) Oh, no, we, we believed you. Yeah there's actually no doubt if you say you're yeah. not going to be here well, not like, a we, problem mate we won't hang around yeah, really- no, next time
3: I'm just going to let you know on a Thursday night that I'm not, I'm not going to be here
2: well, well, <laughs> as opposed to the Friday morning
3: yeah <laughs> pretty much. see we're maturing giving you more of a heads up